1: Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies.
2: My name is Luke.
1: I'm Salty. I'm
2: Cam. How are we, boys? I'm okay, thanks. Me too. Me three. I'm a little bit under researched. Let's, let's just. I want to get that across to our listeners. Yeah. Do you have an ex-
3: good excuse? Robo's yeah. just covering his ass from the get go. <laughs> uh,
2: I can't see at the moment very Blind. well. Blind. So I, I tried to do some research by watching YouTube vids. But I just had to like let them play to the next one because I couldn't see what the next one would be. right? And then I just kind of got off track and yeah. it was quite difficult. But here we are.
1: But you learned a lot about Port Arthur. Yeah, yeah. So you very well <laughs> researched for our second episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, finally
2: got that good Port Arthur gear. Mm. Uh, right. Yep. Yeah. Uh,
1: first, before we get into what we're talking about today, I will just say that uh, last week we talked about the smiley face killer
2: mm.
3: and the
1: canal pusher. And there was a lot of poo-pooing. Yep. Still is
2: Yep Definitely Yep
1: <laughs> And it was said That uh Counting against the idea Of there being a canal pusher Was the fact that There has been no canal pusher survivors mm-hmm. Surely Someone Would have overpowered The canal pusher Some yep. strong
2: Manchurian boy Mm-hmm. Mancunian Uh I think Manchester is Manchester Pudlian Whatever uh. they're called Some strong Manny boy <laughs>
1: <laughs> would have said, oi, stop that, stop trying to push me to the canal Alright mate, Yeah.
3: out
2: of here Are I people have over... from
1: Manchester scousers? Don't know Some scouser boy would have said, oi, that's enough Yeah And would have overpowered the canal pusher
2: Or at least been able to swim Yeah yeah.
1: But that had never happened One day after we released that podcast News reports come across the wire only someone survived canal pushing. Scousers are from Liverpool. Some guy walking past the canal. He p- says, just completely <laughs> <laughs> not giving any validation to Cam's point. A bloke tries to push him in the canal. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. A classic canal pushing bloody modus operandi.
3: Yep. Yep. So that's one one person that's tried to be pushed into a canal. Yeah. On purpose.
2: One one confirmed case. Yep. Of a random pushing attack. I don't actually I don't know if I read the articles. What what was the kind of consensus? The consensus was that it approved everything
1: I said about the canal push. That's Cam's consensus.
2: Okay. <laughs> What's what what was the normal people's consensus?
1: Oh, it seemed like someone was trying to body play some canal funny buggers. Oh. Do a bit of canal murder.
2: Do you think it's a canal copycat?
1: Well, this is the thing. It came out this happened the day after our podcast came out. Oh. So either I don't know. I have faith that our listeners are not psychopaths. So I don't think it was I don't think it was one of our listeners in the UK being like, "Ooh, that's a good idea."
2: Yeah, if you are listening and you want to do a copycat based on something that we said, a just like delete any copies of our podcast first, please.
1: Yeah. Or if you want to do something based on something we said, buy merch.
2: Buy merch first. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that's a good idea. And but maybe don't maybe, burn the
1: merch if you are got to do a crime.
2: <laughs> yeah. And maybe
3: don't do it the exact, like, one day after you hear it.
2: Yeah. And, or just pick one of the fun conspiracies. Yeah. Like, you might not want to push someone off a canal, but you might want to get super into Nibiru, for example.
3: Or yeah. well, wait till we've talked about the sex cult.
2: Start a sex cult.
1: Start a sex cult. Invite but, us. <laughs> I don't believe any of our listeners are psychopaths. No. I think it's far more likely that there's a cursed podcast. And when we talk
2: about murders, they come true. Oh, okay. This is a yeah, that that tracks. Um, Slightly concerning, I guess. (coughs) (coughs) Cam
3: just drops dead after he (laughs) talks about our first podcast.
2: So it's like a ring situation, or it's uh, that. What was that? Um, The book Goosebumps, and there was one of them. Goosebumps. Yeah. With the the camera. Yeah, yes. Say
1: Cheese and Die. Yeah. And the sequels, Say Cheese and Die 2 and Say Cheese and Die 3.
2: Right. I never, I never, I don't think, I think I was only ever told about it. I don't know this story.
1: (laughs) Well, Say Cheese and Die was too spooky for you, Robbo.
2: No, I remember someone, a friend of mine was really into those books and he was raving about how good that one was. Yeah.
1: That was probably me. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was with (laughs) all the kids.
2: The premise of that is if you take a photo of someone, they die.
1: Oh, you'd take the you'd take the happy snaps with this camera they found, and uh, but in the when the photo came out, there would be some sort of accident happening,
0: mm.
2: and then that would happen. An accident in the photo. Mm. So, like, you'd take a photo of, say, people standing on some stairs, and in the photo it looked like someone's falling down the stairs, right. and then that would happen. Yeah. Okay. I'm assuming, say, *Cheese* and *Die* parts two and three were similar. Similar. Yes, very much so.
1: So, that's not what we're talking about today, even though I could easily pivot this into a Goosebumps podcast. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about cults. We are, just,
3: we are agreeing, though, that the person who got pushed into a canal in Manchester was not related to the people who died
2: drunk, mm, right? I, I think more evidence needed. Yeah. I don't, I'm not convinced.
1: So, Robbo is like, we need more people to die. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, we need more people to survive. Like, yeah, it, we need more people I'm to I'm wanting people to survive. Robbo's like, if you're listening... Survive. Al pusher. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> but pick someone who's a good swimmer. So, so, what are we going to talk about? We're going to
1: talk about cults. So, we picked a few little cults to look at. Mm. Uh, Nexium, which is Alison Mack's sex cult.
2: Yep, in the news at the moment.
1: Yeah, well, after the. I said, let's do Nexium. And then the next day, Alison Mack in handcuffs. Mm. Yeah.
3: More credence to the fact that this is
2: a cursed podcast. Yeah. Um, If you're a juror, maybe tune out. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're also going to look at Om Shrienko and Heaven's Gate. And we've also, I think, we have a grab bag of Doomsday
2: Cults. Yeah. Salty's got a little pick and mix. Yeah. Do we want to start with Nexium?
1: Yeah. Did you watch any Nexium vids?
2: I did watch some Nexium vids. Um, It's kind of interesting. So it started out as this. This young guy, um, described as kind of nerdy by the 2020 on ABC in the US. Maybe mm. NBC. I think it was ABC. Anyway, um, the, the the host of this described him as a schlub. Mm. Um, but he started out doing this basically a, a pyramid scheme where – I think it was called consumer byline. Mm. And all the – you'd pull – like if you wanted to buy a TV – you would jump on this whatever I don't know if it was a phone line or a platform. It was in the nineties, and you'd well, find it was all- on the internet. Oh, was it?
1: It was like very early internet.
2: Okay, because they showed like call centers as well answering the phone, mm. saying consumer buy loan, and basically if you want to buy a TV, you jump on there and you find a whole bunch of other people wanting to buy that same TV, and then you'll pull your money to buy in bulk right. so you get a cheaper TV. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Smart. Yep. Yeah, I did notice there's footage
1: of him like showing off. Like the scheme to people, yeah. And he's got a diagram, <laughs> which is just a pyramid. That's like, how did no one see
3: this was a pyramid scheme? Yes, As, he... um, is that is that similar to how Kogan got started? Mm. Don't didn't, think so. Did not he do a lot of bulk buying after taking a whole heap of pre-orders?
2: Oh, maybe. I just thought he was just going straight to the the manufacturers and getting the same gear, but yeah. Not but a I badge. think
3: I think he based it all on pre-orders of ah. like he pre-sold a lot of stuff. And then when he had enough pre-orders, went and bought all the, the cheapest of the cheap of components to bring over. And, yeah, right.
2: Yeah. So eventually he's going to brand pivot into a sex sculpt. Well, Unless he has already. Maybe he has, yeah. Um, so I think he got done for fraud and, and was in a bit of trouble over that.
1: Yeah, he was doing it naughtily.
2: He claimed, and I couldn't really find too much information about this, he claimed to be a, a child genius, an IQ of 240. I don't even Two? know IQ went that high. No. I don't really know how it works.
1: 100 is average.
2: Okay. Um, you can go up to like 300. Okay. What are you? I don't know. Nath.
1: I
3: fear if I tried to do an IQ test, it would just turn into like Seinfeld. And oh. someone would be giving it to me in a window.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so after that, he kind of pivoted to starting a, a sort of a cult. It start off as like a self-help yeah. thing.
1: Which was also had a bit of a pyramid scheme Feel
2: what I feel. Yeah, isn't that kind of what self help things are anyway? Like Keith, he, Keith
1: Raniere is his name, by
2: yeah. the
1: way. Uh, Robo, Robo won't have any names for any of this because he can't read
0: anything. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> he uh, apparently had some a lot of celebrities coming through his self help thing, and it was this.
0: Uh,
2: I'm not really sure what it was. Do you remember what actually people were getting helped with?
1: I don't know. Shyness maybe Okay I think Alison Mack credits it with her getting over her shyness Right mm. I watched like an interview she did with him Which is a bit of a softball interview if I'll say so <laughs> Alison Mac, don't mean to <laughs> criticise your journalistic credentials But uh, I'm, I watched the whole like This whole 20 minute video where she's interviewing him And she like starts crying Because of how much it's helped her But at no point did I really understand mm. In what way
2: Yeah he started recruiting a lot of women um, and had, like this lady said, she had just gone through a divorce and he kind of recruited her and helped her through you know, mentally and how to process all that. Uh, but also sexually, he helped her sexually. And this is when the, the host is like, uh, no offence, but he's kind of a schlub. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then that, I guess, self-help thing kind of branched off into... Other little pockets Like this lady One lady said she Started one in Toronto And then Through that The upper tier Were then recruited into a They called it a sorority That was part of Nexium Called DOS Not to do with the computer Programming thing I can't remember what it stood for uh, But She And that was when they got branded And then like sexually uh, Blackmailed mm. They'd submit Naked photos And all that He's denied involvement in the sorority party. He said that happened independent of, of his work, but it's not true. Uh, Alison, <laughs> <laughs> Alison Max, uh, the Smallville lady. Yeah. Did you ever watch Smallville, Kim?
1: Yeah, I watched Smallville. I, I watched the hell out of it. Yeah.
2: Was she a uh, regular. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. she was one of
1: the main characters.
2: Right. Um, so you worked for the paper, right? Yeah.
1: She was like the journalist at the school.
2: Oh, yeah. She should have had plenty of practice for the softball interview. Then
1: yeah. she, she knew she knew Clark Kent's secret, I believe. He uh,
3: eventually, yeah, yeah. I think the the black guy, I can't remember his name. Mm. I think he knew earlier. Mm. She, she was like his love interest, yeah. And then bloody Lana, Lana Lang shows Lana up. Lana Lang shows up.
2: Oh. All anyway, Lana Lang
3: famously all, also roped into this sex cult, was she? Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, she was. So Alison Max kind of been arrested as a result of this, um, as kind of the second in charge. There was an article that I just saw came today that was she tried to recruit Emma Watson yeah. and a couple of other people.
1: That would have been a good get for a sex cult. Yeah. Cut that. <laughs> <laughs> I just to, I and didn't, I didn't mean it in the creepy way that it sounded.
2: The other thing that came out was apparently there's some underage girls involved ages 12 and 14 I don't know I don't know how reliable these sources were there's kind of a lot of information around this at the moment and with the whole Pizzagate uh, Q awakening stuff they're latching onto anything Hollywood even vaguely related to Hollywood and saying oh this is evident of everything Smallville's not Hollywood guys yeah (laughs) Uh, it was a good show but it was not the WB so, what's happening is now they're kind of just throwing lots of there's a lot of fake news around out there kind of muddying the waters to to show that they're right, and you know Pesgate true as evidenced by this weird little cult. Um The branding part's kind of interesting, where they all had to be branded. They thought they were going to get a little tattoo. Mm. but really, it was like a laser thing that like it wasn't like a you know a hot poker. It's more like they got laser burned into their skin. And it was supposed to be some sort of Latin symbol. But then when they turned it sideways, it was just his initials, KR. And her initials as well. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah.
0: So what lesson
1: can we take from this? If someone asks you for material so that they can sexually blackmail you, that should be some sort of red flag?
2: I'd say so. Yeah. If someone says, I'm going to brand you and take nude photos because... We help. don't want you to
3: talk Yeah, and it's going to help you get over your shyness Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Avoid, avoid that
3: If a man comes up to you and goes Look, I can help cure your ailments The medicine's in my dick <laughs> <laughs> Just walk away Yep,
2: yep um, One of the things on this 2020 documentary I watched It was sort of going through like you know, In the self-help cinema uh, seminar There's like chanting this guy's name He goes by Vanguard And within the thing Because he's the leader of the cult so people are chanting And then they, they said um, And they're even bowing like, Whoa oh, like, I feel like don't make bowing the big, big reveal When you're talking about a sex cult yeah. It's very minor on the, the mm. scale yeah. uh, I also got some Q gear about this yep. uh, It was really nothing Again just sort of saying This proves that Q was right yeah. He said that April was going to be a big month April showers and look, right. isn't it raining down? <laughs> you, you're, you're a little bit too gleeful about this, yeah. But in one of the, the Q posts, he'd linked to a uh, Hillary Clinton story on Fox News, mm. and the guy that was decoding this Q post was sort of wondering, you know, how it was how it was linked. And he played the clip that it was linked to, and it was from Fox News. And man, Fox News is propaganda. Yeah, it's like this is uh-huh. this month, and they're like, we still need to find out what was on those emails. Get into those private servers. I don't how is this even relevant now? <laughs> um, so yeah, it was the, the queue link, surprisingly, pretty weak. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the
1: thing with like obviously if someone's like, I just in case I need to sexually blackmail you, can we get some photos? Mm. Obviously that sound like when you put it like that doesn't sound very clever. Mm. I can sort of see yeah, how you could be uh, Sucked in Especially with the idea That there's A bunch of people Have found success Through this thing And you'd be Sort of taking the bet Well It's not going to matter Because I'm going to love Being in the secret society So much That I'm never going to have to be Sexually blackmailed And plus (coughs) So I understand How someone could (coughs) make that Call Even though
2: On the face of it It sounds Like a pretty Bad decision Mm. So uh, It seems to me that cam you could easily be blackmailed yeah Hmm, fair enough keep that in mind Top. yep in the in the vault
3: yep but i guess like if you're going to a thing and it's like oh you know we're this you know revolutionary thing we're going to help you get over your shyness i can imagine we're going to take some naked photos of you to show how far you've came to show like that's going to make you the most shy you've ever been in your life. Mm. Getting nude in front of strangers and having your photo taken. But it's all part of the process.
2: I don't think they ever presented the photos as part of the process. I think the photos was collateral. And that's how they thought
1: of it. That's how they put
2: it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, no one is under any <clears throat> illusion the photos were like... Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah well, like fuck in, those guys. Yeah. <laughs>
1: in Scientology, they they do that. in Like, they do the... The sessions where that you're revealing all your deepest <laughs> darkest secrets <laughs> yeah. so that you can process them. Mm. But then it's like, oh by the way, if you ever decide to betray us. Yeah.
2: It's quite funny like not funny, it's actually horrible, but <laughs> that's pretty much like Scientology is so anti psychiatry. That's one of their big things. And that's kinda what psychiatry is, but for good reasons. Whereas they want to use it for bad reasons. Hmm. Yeah. It's cooked. Yeah, who would have thought Scientology cooked?
3: Yeah, auditing the auditing whole auditing process of like talking about all the shit that gets you down. Yeah, that's counselling. Yeah, <laughs> like... but
2: but with negative negative outcomes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: and with no no one trained as a counsellor. No. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we move on to something a little bit cheerier? <sighs> okay. I don't know. Do you want to go to the suicide cult or the murder cult? Uh, let's go suicide cult first. All right. Let's talk about Heaven's Gate. What do we know about Heaven's Gate? It was 1997 mm. this happened. Was it on the back of Hale Bop? It was. So the Hale Bop comet was discovered in 1995 by Hale and Bop. Jeffrey Hale, John Bop. Yep. So, comet discovered in 1995. Uh, Next minute, a whole bunch of, uh, as I saw Jeffrey Hale refer to it. Comet madness ensued. Mm -hmm. Uh, People apparently get quite funny about comets anyway. I never, I guess I've never experienced comet madness. Mm. I read a thing by Hale where he was talking about like in 1901 when Halley's Comet was uh, coming past and there was like mass hysteria about it because they thought the tail of the comet was going to pass through the Earth and so all of the gas. And like the poison gases were going to poison everybody. And so there was this huge industry of like comet pills. Right. <laughs> but he's like, he's like, all right, fair enough. 1901, we're all a little bit silly. Yeah. Fast forward to the bloody go go 90s, and people are jumping on Usenet. Yeah. And they're basically as dumb as they were almost 100 years ago. <laughs> so. The main thing that sort of led to this going down was uh, a photographer took a photo of the comet and he could see something trailing it, something Saturn-like. I don't think this was tied into any of the Saturn stuff we've talked about before. Yeah. It was just the fact that there was something Saturn-like trailing it was clearly there was something else there. Now, as it turned out, that was just like... The light diffused. It was just like a lens flare.
2: Yeah. but it's, uh, it's another case of if you're taking photos of things in space, expect there to be weird things around because it's very far away. Yeah. It was just sat in the background.
1: <laughs> but uh, he rung up Art Bell, mm-hmm. who, there's a side note,
2: recently passed away. Yes. Like a week ago. Famous conspiracy radio host.
1: Yeah, who I was thinking about after he died, I was like, it was he was basically harmless. Mm. I don't think he was like one of the really bad ones.
2: He was more of the old school aliens, government monitoring our thoughts thing, mm. rather than let's call everyone involved in a shooting a liar and harass their family.
1: Yeah. But on the other hand, this guy called into the radio show and said, <laughs> uh, there was this thing trailing it and then this caused a, quite like a, quite a bit of consternation around those traps about that. Mm. Meanwhile, there's some people that were already having a little bit of a think about aliens. Uh, The Heaven's Gate cult.
2: Yeah. What do we know about them?
1: So, I think they started it in like the 80s. There were two main people. I think they were husband and wife. Uh, Their claim was that they were reincarnated from the evolutionary level above human,
2: or teller. Wait, so they reincarnated down?
1: Yeah. Well, they they had been at the evolutionary level above human, which was like this alien thing. Mm. And then when they died, they'd reincarnated as humans so they could come and
2: spread the word about teller. I would be... If someone came to me and said, hey, I've been reincarnated, I used to be like awesome, mm. I'd be like, what did you do in that life? Yeah. To, Fuck it up. To earn you a downgrade. Well, I don't know if they were operating on that
1: sort of <laughs> yeah, weird, fair enough, fair enough. weird Buddhist thing. <laughs> so had
3: they come been reincarnated from the future into the past?
1: No, no, they'd just been reincarnated from aliens into humans. Different planet. Right. Gotcha. So they, had duh. A, oh, duh. <laughs> they were around in the eighties for a little bit and then they disappeared. And they popped back up in the nineties, around nineteen ninety three, I think. Much like the Pit Shop Boys, <laughs> oh, uh, they took out some like big ads in papers. Like they took a, a thirty thousand dollar newspaper ad mm-hmm. explaining about their theories. Uh, they were big on the internet, mm-hmm. like the very early internet. Uh, I read a whole thing about how in the immediate aftermath of their suicide, which we'll get to in a second, uh, it was the media was like quick to jump onto the internet as being like this sinister force that had contrib- massively contributed to the whole thing. The silly media. Look what's happening now to prove them wrong. Well, <laughs> I, but I read this article, and it was all about how all of the, the netiquette rules that they'd broken... Oh,
2: I remember the word netiquette.
1: In their, <laughs> in their interneting. So they'd like cross post on Usenet, which is like big no-no. Yeah. Uh, their meta tags in the HTML were like full of like uh, propaganda Whoa. and like
2: evangelizing. It's like, no, those are supposed to be used to help search engines. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the the Netzians at the time would have been really upset with their well, netiquette.
1: The, there were some webmasters that were very critical of the website construction.
2: <laughs> what an innocent time. Yeah.
1: So they had um they popped back up in the 90s. They had a fledgling website creation business that some webmasters would criticize, but others have said, you know, it was not they obviously did well enough to have a few clients. Mhm. One of them was uh, Donald Kushner. No Ooh. relation, as far as I could discover, to Jared Kushner, right. unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, the producer
2: of Tron. Okay. The original? Yeah. Interesting. Good movie. But it was when I saw Kushner. Oh. Your little ears perked up. Yeah,
1: something perked up. Anyway. Uh, Nips. This husband and wife team, back in the 80s, they had like a little area out in like uh, the southwest of america they got about 100 followers mm-hmm. uh, and then the wife died of cancer and i think that's where it sort of dissolved but they pop back up in the 90s and he start the the man starts gaining followers again you know ended up with about 30 or so and then when they hear this thing about hail Bop, they're like uh, that would be Our ticket out of here
2: Here is our ride So
1: their idea was That this thing That was trailing Hale Was the rocket ship And they were going To get on the rocket And move on To the next Evolutionary level
3: Yep Sounds about Like the lyrics Of a prog metal album (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: That's the entire Basis of prog metal
3: It is the entire Basis of One of Arion's albums (laughs) 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 A dying race On a planet Have to put their DNA on a comet And shoot it to another
1: planet <laughs> I don't know if They, they m- might have been Listening to a bit of prog I don't know if they were Listening to metal They did take a lot of stuff From pop culture mm-hmm. So they Apparently they would Obsessively watch X-Files Star Trek That sort of thing I
2: mean it was the 90s Yeah Everyone did
1: Yeah and I mean Star Trek Was amazing Next yeah. gen, Next gen Was that They would have had Next gen right What year Like no. let's say 1997 Yeah Yeah they would have been loving it. Yeah. It's bloody... Compared to the TV of today... Oh, uh, no. 97
3: would have been finished, I think.
1: Oh, Next Gen would have been over. Yeah. So they wouldn't have been watching tapes of it. Yeah. VHS. VHS. They could have just binged. Yeah. Anyway, the trick to getting on the rocket ship was the, uh, the issue, though. Right. And it Basically involved... What they did was uh, they castrated themselves... Then they all got in their Nikes and their black jumpsuits
2: and drank some poison. What was the reason behind the castration? Well, this is the thing. I've
1: seen. I saw a theory about uh, the guy. So apparently, there were some. It's very sort of vaguely referred to. There were some incidents in his youth, living in the south as a young man, perhaps with a confused gender identity. Mm. And so there were some theories that uh, perhaps this whole thing sort of stemmed from the idea of wanting to you know, shed this body that he didn't feel comfortable in. Right. Or that, you know, because the whole thing was, you know, shedding their earthly forms, their bodies were just vessels that they were stuck in, their minds were stuck in, then they could ascend to the next level. And so... I think mean, it's not an entirely ludicrous idea that that could all be linked in.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and the Nikes, just because they're fresh. Yes,
1: yeah, the fresh, fresh AF.
2: Yeah. This cult. So they all died, basically.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I, the, there,
1: there are a couple that I guess went home. Right. Imagine getting back from the shops and being like, oh, okay, so everyone's just gone to the evolutionary level. Just, just without me. After, hu- fucking after human. Dish me. Yeah. Uh, I got the soy milk. Um, <laughs> so I got milk and I got soy milk because Dave, I know yeah. you prefer soy.
2: That, but yeah, cheers. You could have paged me. That's fine. The, this was like very much parodied in the media, like in pop culture. As well Like if you're parodying A cult in the 90s Or even the early 2000s You were Directly parodying These guys right Yeah Family Guy Did that Meg almost Join Or she did join the cult For a bit uh, Simpsons Pretty sure they Were parodying this one It's weird eh It is weird Cause like It's a pretty horrible Thing to happen Yeah <laughs> <laughs> then, Ah Yeah they all died. I just found
3: a, an article on a website that says the Heaven's Gate website is still active, and they'll send you videotapes.
2: Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> what sort of videotapes? Well, I don't know.
3: There's a photo someone posted of Star videotapes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> season four, next gen. <laughs> this one, this person sent a, fo- a photo, and there's one called Doe's Final Exit, nineteenth of the third, nineteen ninety seven. What, date did they all off
1: themselves? Yeah, I think that was it. So, yeah, they all... the other thing was they all recorded, like, exit interviews, basically.
3: Mm. Students of Heaven's Gate expressing their thoughts before exit. Last chance to evacuate Earth before it's recycled. Jesus.
2: So, there is also footage of their bodies being found and stuff, right? Yeah. I feel like I've seen bits and pieces of that. I remember it being quite eerie. Do you remember this happening? Yeah, I remember seeing um, the comet. I remember going to the beach and getting a good view from where I was my hometown lucky I remember going to a field mm-hmm. with my dad
1: mm-hmm. and not seeing the comet Aww. but like everyone else saw it I couldn't see where it was though it was bad I,
3: I had the same experience with Halley's Comet in the 80s everyone was like oh do you see Halley's Comet and I was like well went out in the backyard with a telescope looked up at the sky and they were like there yeah, it is to see it and I was like yeah yeah I see it <laughs> nah <but laughs> I didn't see shit
2: Oh, that sucks Next time there's a big comet event Let's all go out and see it mm. When's Halley's Comet due back? Not for a while, I don't mean. think It's every 40 years Is it? But I think it came around twice recently And then it wouldn't come around again for a while mm. uh, Yeah, I remember seeing it And like we had a really good view Because we were on the coast in New Zealand And there's not much light pollution or anything And it looked like you could see it with the naked eye Yeah, right It's, it's awesome Halley's Comet is visible from Earth every
3: 74 to 79 years Got a wild wait then. Twenty sixty one is its next pass by.
2: We'll all
1: be dead by then. Yeah.
3: Forty
2: years. Yeah, but murdered by our yeah. psycho listener. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you are going to murder us, maybe time it with the comet. We'll
3: send to the next level. Time it with Halley's comet so that we all get a good, good another sixty odd years.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but um, the other interesting <clears throat> thing I, th- I found about the Heaven's Gate guys was they were big into conspiracy theories mm-hmm. and uh, their whole thing besides the ascending thing was that there was a conspiracy of evil aliens or luciferian extraterrestrials as they called them who were tricking the world so every everyone who believed in god that they it were they actually they believed in these bad aliens
2: okay so god is bad in the scenario well you know... The, the, the conventional version of God yeah, if, in when Christianity. You, when
1: you're going to church, you're like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Um, oh, all oh, It's just a bloody alien up on the cross tricking you. Uh, and it's not too dissimilar from what we talked about a few weeks ago in Behold a Pale Horse that's essentially laid uh, out. Yeah, the, yeah. the same sort of thing that they believed in.
2: Right. Um... Don't join a self-help cult, yep, or a suicide cult. But if there's a cult where you can ascend to the next level of humanity, you should join that, right? Yeah, but don't do it if suicide's involved. Okay. Unless, I mean, unless Heaven's Gate had worked.
3: So in the in Midnight Oil's 1990 banger Blue Sky Mine,
1: mm-hmm.
3: off the album Blue Sky Mining, they reference a place called Heaven's Gate. I'm assuming it's a different Heaven's Gate.
2: Well, there's the pearly gates when you go into heaven. So I guess calling that heavens game yeah with,
3: that's with, probably what they're talking about then Yeah. alright forget about that
1: but isn't the rest of it about asbestos
2: yeah oh blue blue mine and stuff yeah right yeah,
3: it's bagging out CSR yeah.
2: yeah the sugar refining company
1: mate yeah, yeah I know the that the
3: sugar refining company won't save me who's going to save me
1: I don't know uh, shall we move on to
2: Alma Should shall we take a sneaky breako alright alright
1: Let's talk about some doomsday cults now.
2: Weren't we just talking about doomsday cults? Sex no.
1: cults and suicide cults. Oh, there's yeah. a
2: suicide and a doomsday cult, two different things.
1: Oh, well, no, that was a doomsday cult too. Okay. That Let's was, talk about more doomsday at cults. Least they, at least as uh, Ted Turner famously said, they didn't hurt anyone else. You, you know, Fair you, enough.
2: Except for their families. Well, just
1: just to get back to that, the last one. Yeah. That was the... That was, you know how you're saying about how they were like figures of fun. Hmm. That was like a famous quote from Ted Turner, the CNN
0: yeah, head. Yeah.
1: He was like, "Oh, well, it's a good way to like get rid of some nut jobs. At least they didn't go shooting up anything." It's <laughs> like, is that's such a weird cultural reaction to I, like something that's clearly quite tragic?
2: He's not wrong. Yeah, that's a fair. But point. there's a better way to say it. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: All right. So, what are we talking about now then? Uh, we're going to talk
1: about Alm. Um, Shinrikyo, also known as... I guess Om. I
2: think it's Om. Yeah, Om? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Let's just call it... I I saw people calling it Om. It's also known as Aleph nowadays. Let's call it Om. Uh, It was a doomsday cult in Japan. Founded in the 80s, 1984. Didn't start off that way though, did it? No. It was a guy called Shoko Asahara started it. Yogaman.
2: Hmm. Kind of a combination of religion?
1: Yeah. So was it all about Salty?
3: Well, I read that it started off as a yoga and meditation class. That's how he yeah, started Yeah,
2: like a private one on his house or something.
3: Yeah. And then... Got neck out of hand. Next minute, they're just gassing people in the <laughs> in some ways. Um, so yeah, he believed that nuclear Armageddon initiated by the US in World War III would end the world. Hmm. Um, all of humanity would die, except for a few who ju- who joined Om. Um, they would kidnap, extort money, um, hold members against their will, and uh, yeah, they were not not very good, not Dicks. very good people. Yeah, yeah. So, um,
2: so this is the crew behind the famous Tokyo sarin gas attack. Yeah. yeah.
3: So they left. I think they left bags of liquid sarin gas and like. Popped them with spiky umbrellas. Okay. I don't know if they did that, and then their members ran away.
1: I don't. Th- I'm not sure if their members did run. Away. I saw something. I think maybe some of their members, uh, like, were also attacking people. Right. With the umbrellas.
3: Like poking the in the liquid and going, "Wee wee!" I got sarin woo, <laughs> in their face and stuff.
1: I think like maybe they stabbed people with their umbrellas as right. well. Yes. But uh yeah, so started in 1984. it got really big from the from a little yoga class, 40,000 members worldwide before the gas attacks.
3: so they um, when the police started investigating them, they apparently found shitloads of money, Russian helicopter, chemical weapons, stuff to make LSD and meth. Uh, a crude form of truth serum. Mm-hmm. All sorts of like crazy stuff.
1: Well, isn't LSD and meth just a crude form of truth serum? Well, yeah. If you would to load someone up with both of those. Yeah.
3: So they did the the Tokyo gas attack, but they also were active in Australia mm. at one point. They um, they owned a cattle station or a sheep station.
1: Yeah, sheep station.
3: Called Banjoan Station in WA. Um, So this... This uh, The idea of this came in from a listener about the Banjewarum Bang. Mm. So there was a... Um, in 93, there was an earthquake in WA that was like 3.6 on the Richter scale or whatever. Just a little one. Just a little one. And uh, there's a geologist called Harry Mason who at the time was like, earthquake, I think not. <laughs> and uh, he went off and did his own sort of investigation into it and spoke to a lot of people who were like oh yeah I remember that there was a big bright light in the sky when that happened nah not an earthquake not an earthquake um, so his uh, <laughs> his theory was that um, no hang on so yeah did he is he the first one that said it was a nuclear explosion I think he was looking, yeah. I he mean, was the main driver sensor. of that yeah. yeah because later on I think he took that back he recanted that. So the, the idea was that there was a nuclear explosion on the site and the site at the time was owned by Orm, this doomsday cult. Mm. Um, so they, the police did a lot of investigation there and they sort of found all these labs and machinery and all this stuff there and dead sheep and... When they bought the property, they tried to import a whole bunch of chemicals mm-hmm. into the country that just all got seized when they came in. So then they bought all the same chemicals when they got here locally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this <with> was the bunnings, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just down to bunnings. Um, so they sold the they sold the property in '94, and then in '95 they sarined the the subway. So they investigated the property. They found the corpses of sheep that had the symptoms of being poisoned by sarin gas. Yeah, and chemicals uh, that would be in the ground if someone had used sarin in that location.
1: I think with the sheep station, it's almost certain that that's where they did trial runs for this.
3: Yeah, they bought a sheep station and turned it into a sarin factory and did all their trials and... It's horrible. ...testing of killing things with sarin gas and Mm. then went and did it. Yeah, right. But this this crazy fella... (laughs) Also thinks that they built a crude nuclear weapon there and blew it up.
1: Well, so, yeah, that was the interesting thing. So, there was the, the, the bang. Yeah. And he went out and researched it. He spoke to, like, Indigenous people in the area. And they all said, oh, we saw, yeah, when the, that happened, there was, like, this huge light that went across the sky. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the first thing he said was that, oh, it was a nuke. But then a nuke doesn't really gel with, like, what people were describing. And I don't know if he so much as walked it back as maybe walked it a little bit forward uh, with this idea that they'd come up with some sort of new weapon.
3: Yeah. That so that, that, yeah, when he, when he got cooked, uh, mm. it was like they've developed a seismic weapon.
1: Did you watch any of his... like? There's a f- bunch of presentations that he right. gave on this yeah, online. No, I didn't. They're on YouTube and they're um, contemporaneous, let's say. Right. They were recorded in the 90s. Where he was I guess he was going around and doing presentations or like cooked new age, uh, like festival right. things. And there's this one video where they can't, like, they're on their little VHS camcorder <laughs> and they can't, like, focus in on where, it, like, the map that he's pointing at. Right. It's all weird. And he, and then meanwhile, he can't get the, uh, He's projected a focus properly either. So it's like doubly out of focus.
3: <laughs> so the, the there was an earthquake. They said it was an earthquake. He said it was a nuke. Then he said it was a weapon. Yeah. The seismic reading apparently didn't match that of an explosion, but it was too shallow to be an earthquake. Mm. So they were a bit like, mm, yeah, it's a bit weird. Um, but it could have just been a meteor strike, mm. a meteorite strike as well, which would have... Explained people seeing a flash in the sky. Mm.
2: But
1: I think they they couldn't find any craters. Yeah, no crater. crater
2: Crater-free zone. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, the idea that it was like some sort of new weapon would explain why it had to be covered up. By the government? Yeah, that's why Mm. the government are like, oh, no, no, just an earthquake. Even though it clearly wasn't.
2: Yeah. Do you think that it clearly wasn't?
1: Well, I mean, I think if people did see something bright flashing across the sky, then maybe it was not an earthquake.
2: Bright lights and earthquakes are a thing, though. Is it? All yeah, right. there's a there's a whole thing. Let me just look are. that up.
1: There was a thing saying
3: when he talked about a tectonic, tectonic weapon, he used to bang on about how like Tesla was creating one of those. Mm. But then it's like they're like, no, nah, Tesla was never creating anything like that. Or so,
2: <laughs> earthquake light has its own wiki page, and basically, quite often before, quite often before or around earthquakes, there's quite often flashes in the sky. Um, and regularly reported but no one's really sure what they are Some people think that might be just a, like a power trip And then it, it's night time so you see the spark right. reflected in the, in the sky trip from the yeah. simulation <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, no one's really sure It might be like atmospheric pressure somehow being released in, in the sky or something But yeah, it's a it's sort of a, a phenomenon that, that is recorded but no one's really sure if it's true mm. That makes sense. Or it could be a bunch of nukes. Probably nukes.
1: Probably nukes. Yeah. They're apparently still active today, the group. Yeah, well, so let's go back to the gas attacks. I didn't... Like, obviously I knew about them. I always just assumed that that was like their big crescendo thing as a cult. Hmm. That they did these big gas attacks. So what happened is that they... They released all this sarin gas in the Tokyo subway system. I think maybe a few hundred people died and then thousands and thousands of people were hospitalised. That wasn't their final thing at all. That was actually supposed to be a distraction. Right. So they'd they'd also done another sarin attack uh, like a a year previous.
2: Uh, There's 12 deaths and 1,050 injuries.
1: Okay. The injuries were really bad, though. Yeah. Like, people lost their eyes or... Temporary
2: you know, vision problems. Uh, people <laughs> lost their
1: eyes <laughs> en- entirely. Uh, like, had their eyes had to be cut out of their heads. Uh, there are people still feeling the effects of it today. Several
2: of those affected by sarin went to work in spite of their symptoms. <laughs> well, that's... That's the Japanese. Though. Yeah, that's the, yeah. <laughs>
1: the criticism of Japanese salaryman
2: culture. For... <laughs> uh, I think 47 have been certified disabled. So, yeah, there's some there's some pretty bad injuries. Yeah. Anyway. Uh,
3: Classic Robboing up there. <laughs>
1: yeah. A lot of people still feeling the effects today.
2: Eye strain is the most common effect.
1: Robbo, massive bloody... Robo who's literally blind right now. <laughs> yeah.
2: Still got uh, enough got, sight to eye no, strain it up.
1: No sympathy so they they had done, I think probably eventually they were planning on killing a bunch of people, yep, uh they had a sort of a sort of skew if idea about murder, which was that you were doing people a favor,
2: yeah, that's right, if you killed someone, it would stop them collecting bad karma, yeah, which is good, which yeah, kind of you can see how you get there, just don't go and murder someone,
1: so yeah, they probably were planning on killing a whole bunch of people, yeah uh. They had killed like individual people previously, mm. so there was I think a like an anti-cult lawyer had sued them, and then his family just disappeared. Mm. Uh, they had done a like another sarin attack a year previous, where they drove through a suburb, like releasing sarin gas out the side of a car, mm. which made a bunch of people sick. But uh, there was a bit of a police investigation into them. And the idea of this sarin gas attack in the subway was that it would distract away from that. So all the police resources would go to investigating this thing Yeah. and they'd stop looking into their other crimes.
0: Mm. Which sort
1: of didn't work because then they investigated that and they were like, oh, this was... These guys. This was on. Yeah. Um, so they've rebranded. Well, this is the thing. So I always thought this was their, like, their big hurrah. And then obviously once this
2: happens... They would be shut down. Yeah. <laughs> but that didn't happen. <laughs> no. So they've rebranded. They've got, I think, uh, I saw the figure about a thousand members currently. Mm. But I think they're now called Aleph. Mm. 13 members of, their, of the original group are on death row in Japan. Um, the lead is still alive. Mm. But there's, they're quite active in Russia at the moment. Yeah. So there's raids in 2011 and 2017 on their Russian, um, I don't know, apartments. Bases, mm. probably apartments is a, bo- a more apt word, so they're, yeah, they're definitely not going away, and apparently they're still trying to recruit on social media, and there's been a bit of a, somewhat of a recent uptick in interest, because people are disillusioned with society, and, and looking for a different way, and mm. hey, if you want to find a different way, sarin gas, it's unusual.
1: It is, yeah, I, th- I thought it was weird that, when I looked up stuff about Ireland, it, was like, oh, a few months ago. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <really> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even after the the, the gas attacks in '95, like there's on YouTube, there's a story from like 1997 about how they're making a resurgence.
2: Yeah. Um, so there's another one for people out there to not join. Yeah, I think. Is, yeah,
1: don't join. Yeah, um,
2: don't murder anyone. No. For good karma. Yeah,
3: <clears throat> and if I'm doing anything crazy the day after this podcast comes out, don't blame us.
2: Yeah. <laughs> anything else on those guys? No, no. Oh, there's some.
1: It's weird. They um, so like Heaven's Gate had their internet sites with their metadata evangelizing. Yeah. I um, the other thing I didn't realize about these guys who I've always just associated with this one murder, they had like a bunch of anime (laughs) that they made explaining like how their leader was the reincarnation of Jesus.
2: It was kind of like the um, the Jack Chick cracks, mm. where like, yeah, little little comics and stuff, but the Japanese version of that, which is anime. Yeah. <laughs> anime or manga? No, it was
1: anime. It was yeah, all animated. Right. I think the Heaven's Gate guy was also the reincarnation of Jesus as well. Aren't they all?
2: Yeah. I hope not, because we've <laughs> lost a few of them. Yeah. We've locked one of them up. True. Shall
1: we move on to some other Doomsday cults? Well, yeah. you I... we got, we got some... Bangers?
3: Well, the first one that I, that I came across was sort of where the term doomsday cult was coined. Mm. So it was apparently coined by a bloke called John Laughland. He wrote a book, Doomsday Cult, A Study of Conversion, Prostelization and Maintenance of Faith, published in 1966. Mm-hmm. And that book talked about uh, Unification Church, a.k.a. the Moonies. So, Sun Myung Moon, Korean bloke. Yep. Uh, I don't know why this has been called the first doomsday cult because, from what I found about it, he was just all about saying, "End all religions. Let's just all be this one."
1: Yep. And that that seemed to be it. Yeah. So they're they're the ones that do the mass weddings, right? Is it? I think so. Okay. Like they'll do like a bunch of people getting married at the same time. Yeah, maybe. He also owns a newspaper. Right In Washington
3: So his thing was where the Doomsday Cult Was Coined But I didn't really see that they were Into the end of the world Or anything like that Yeah So maybe they get a bad rap Mm. Maybe they're just trying to Unify everyone
2: I don't know too much about the Moonies But I've heard them used negatively Right As an example of a cult Bloody Moonies
3: Right Is that just because it's like Bloody Hillsong
2: Yeah Like that Yeah, Yeah I think so <clears throat>
3: no, no offence to anyone who's in Hillsong
2: It's not a good thing Robo's happy to cause offence Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you're into. <laughs> Isn't that buddy, Israel Falows? See he Hillsong? Yeah, they all hate the gays anyway, so Fuck them <laughs> um,
3: So I just found a few doomsday cults That I would, thought I would write some little notes down about uh, The House of Yahweh uh, They've been predicting the end of the world for some time now They believe that we are in a world currently ruled by Satan, who is a she. and
2: really broke through the glass ceiling, which is nice.
3: Yeah, The And the world will soon experience a great tribulation. They first predicted that four-fifths of the world's population would be eliminated between 99 and 2002. Yep. Uh, The claims got weirder from there. Their leader said the nuclear war would end life on Earth, September 2006. Yep. And then he recanted that and said our nuclear apocalypse would instead follow the cycle of a woman giving birth and that we should expect said nuclear baby sometime in or before June 2007. Nah. Nah.
2: Nuclear baby. Yeah.
3: Now, they claim that nuclear warfare did start in September 2006. We just haven't noticed it yet.
2: Oh, no. Uh, could we be in a lost situation? Where Maybe. it's happened, but we're all in the afterlife.
1: Yeah. Or could it just be they're doing it out in the desert?
3: Maybe.
2: Ooh, yeah.
3: Underground. So yeah, they keep sort of moving their goalposts. Yes. Which I think is kind of <laughs> funny. Uh, Church Universal and Triumphant was founded by Elizabeth Clare Prophet. I've, I have a feeling she gave herself that last name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, in the 80s, she predicted nuclear war also. Mm-hmm. They built heaps of shelters and stocked up on guns. And apparently a lot of their members went completely bankrupt because they went completely overboard with their shelter building and their (laughs) gun buying. Uh, A lot of them got arrested over weapons stockpiling (laughs) charges with it. Um, And they used sleep deprivation to try and control their members. So when they were like, I don't know about this, they would put him in a room and not let him sleep until they were like. Oh yeah. No,
1: this makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: when the prophecy didn't come true, they explained it as them having prayed away the apocalypse.
1: There you go. That's a, how to do it. Yeah. yeah. Just keep changing the date. Success.
3: Yeah. We did it. But what happens to a doomsday cult if they like succeed in changing the course of history?
2: Well, I mean, I think doomsday is still going to happen eventually. So you just say, oh, nah, we they, prayed it away. They
3: prayed it away. It's not gonna. It's fine. We can all live on in peace. They've all just got normal jobs now. Yeah, <laughs> she's, everyone just dispersed. She just
2: works in a bank. <laughs> everyone
1: needs to get a normal job because we have no money. Yeah, <laughs> she changed their name back to Smith. Yeah, I
3: thought that was kind of funny. Um, the order of the Solar Temple. So these guys did a lot of mass suicides and murders in the nineties. Um, I don't
1: remember this being a thing.
2: Yeah, mm, I've never heard of it. You guys?
1: I remember Beanie Babies. Yeah. I don't remember the mass suicides in the Order of the Solar Temple.
2: Slap bracelet? Yep. yep. Are they related to slap bracelets? Furbies? Yep. Yep.
1: No, but in the
3: 90s, in Canada, France and Switzerland... No, that's why we didn't hear about it. There was a whole bunch of murders and suicides. So they believed that when they died, they would be transported to a planet near Sirius. I guess it's very similar to Heaven's Gate people. Mm. They were like, well, once we neck ourselves, we're out of here. Yep. Uh, 24 people dead found in Switzerland in an underground temple wearing all ceremonial garb. This is ringing a bell. Is it? 25 were found dead in a ski chalet with kids uh, and bodies in there. All their bodies were laid out in a star shape. Whoa. Uh, and the same in France and Canada. Uh, the children of some of them were found alive, but really heavily drugged. So I guess they tried to OD them to death.
2: It's not a good right away. In a good way to raise a child
3: No So I don't know what happened to those kids But Jesus. yeah That's pretty It's got to be rough And then The movement for the restoration Of the Ten Commandments of God
2: mm-hmm. It
3: just sounds like It's going to get biblical
0: Yeah
3: <laughs> uh, So these guys were based in Uganda And they believed The world would end On January 1st 2000 Millennium bug was going to get us all Yep They like Don't worry about doing all that Changing of the code <laughs> Yeah Doesn't matter <laughs> Um so when that came and went mm-hmm. <laughs> the members who had like a whole bunch of their members had sold all their shit. Yeah. And oh. like, right, let's go. You can have all my stuff. Doesn't matter anymore. Uh they got quite angry at the leaders <laughs> of <not laughs> the cult. Um but then the leaders went, Whoa, 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 no, hold on. God come back to me and has said no wait, now it's March
1: seventeenth. Two thousand, right? Three months later,
3: yeah.
2: he, buy yourself more time, buddy. Yeah, yeah. He's not giving himself a lot of time. So twenty twenty.
1: I was giving himself enough time to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, it seems like he was giving himself enough time to plan some celebrations on that day. So on that day, the group invited members to a party at their location in Kanungu, Ken, uh, mm-hmm. uh, where they got all the people in, oh, no. shut the doors. Nailed them shut and blew the fuck out of the building. Oh. Uh, then there were, had done similar events at other locations around the place where everyone that had attended had been stabbed or poisoned. Jesus. And two of the leaders who were responsible are still on the run. But 700 of their members were killed on that day.
2: High membership for getting it wrong the first time. Yeah. Kudos to whatever membership plan they had membership retaining system yeah don't kill them off yeah no you've got a good thing going on
3: I would have been sus if they'd gone no no it wasn't going to happen today it's going to happen in three months it's like yeah that's that's a weird amount of time yeah three months yeah stockpile the bombs put them under the building yikes yeah yikes so they were the they were the most cookedest I could find
2: (laughs) I'm glad the world didn't end in 2000 because I distinctly remember like eight o'clock in the morning, my time, 2000, had a really good pie that day, Mm. Right, like a potato top, and I can still remember how much I enjoyed it. Yeah, right. 18 years later.
3: New Year's Day pie.
2: Yeah. Oh, Mm. it was so good. I would have missed out on that potato top pie.
3: I don't remember that New Year's Eve. I remember like the lead up and everyone going, oh, millennium. Don't really remember it.
1: How pissed would you be? If you were, if you predicted nuclear apocalypse, because like, especially predicting it in the eighties, you could be like, oh well, this is a fair bet. This is most likely will happen. Yeah. So I'm gonna look pretty smart when when it does, and then it doesn't against all odds.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, that's a little that's a kick in the You've teeth.
2: You've just got to do the Nostradamus and just make no prediction. Mm. Just vague.
1: We haven't done our Nostradamus episode yet. Yeah, but like people are aware
2: of the content of Nostradamus at this point, mm. hopefully. So don't put a date on it if you are starting a doomsday cult. And don't murder your followers. No. That's a good bit of advice from me.
1: Well, maybe we should leave cults on that top bit of advice. <laughs> don't murder your followers. In fact, if you're listening, don't murder anyone. Yeah. On our instruction. Good tip. Uh, where do we find each other on the internet? You can find us online at hypotheticalinstitute.com. We are on iTunes where you can leave us a review. You can also listen to us on Spotify if you want a casual listening experience. Is
2: Spotify casual?
1: Yeah, because you can just dial up, you don't have to download anything. Yeah, fair if you've got a data plan that allows
2: mm. a bit of Spotify, just smash every episode. You could be on the train, you could be like going out for a run. Oh, put a bit of hypothepod in my ears.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're like the VB of podcasts. You're getting a sweat, or you're,
2: <laughs> you're on the tools.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I think we've both said two
1: things that have never been in the BB ad.
2: <laughs> Just random you're blokey the things. Farm.
1: <laughs> Doing uh, some harm. You bailing hay. <laughs> I like Robo's like, oh, there's all these ration accounts on Reddit, and then he's like, oh, if you're on the tools, <laughs> that's what you say. It's oh no, the... he's on the tools
2: out back, he's fixing things. Right, comrade.
1: Uh, you can also find us on a red bubble. Uh, look up Hypothetical Institute. We've got mugs, shirts, stickers. stickers.
2: We're coming to the end of April, soon to be May, June, July. Mm. Christmas in July, what would you bloody pop on?
1: I'd pop on our bloody Cooked Santa t shirt. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> in July.
2: Uh, you can find me at Ale of a Time, Aisle of a uh,
3: You can find me at Solmarsh on Twitter, Andrew Solmarsh Illustration. On Facebook, though I haven't updated that in a long time, so don't go there expecting wonders. Uh, or check out the Tohider Patreon,
1: and you can find me at Heimer on Twitter for some Europe photos. Ooh, I'm sure I'll, I'm sure I'll be posting lots of cooked stickers. And uh, you can find my other podcast on iTunes and Facebook. It's called Gather Around Me. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye.
0: Don't worry. About a thing Whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia I said don't worry about a thing I accept You can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of strawberry fields forever Ooh, Don't worry about a thing Except not only did Bush do 9-11 but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51 which Let's not forget where all the aliens are. Don't worry about a thing. Except Donald Trump is clearly a woman and you're just blind if you can't see them. Why don't you open your eyes?